Welcome to The Light Within, a podcast for anyone seeking to rewrite their life, live in their light, and align with their soul's highest purpose. I'm Leslie Draffin. I'm a journalist and menstrual cycle coach, and I'm obsessed with all things spirituality, sexuality, wellness, empowerment, and mysticism. Join me as I interview coaches, teachers, healers, and thought leaders from all around the globe about all the ways we can feel more tuned in, turned on, and lit up AF. If you're on a journey toward self-discovery, you've come to the right place. This is The Light Within. Hello, beautiful beings, and thank you so much for joining me for this episode of The Light Within. Today, we are talking about something that is triggering for a lot of people, hormonal birth control, specifically the pill, and about all of the things you probably have not heard about it. So this topic is one I talk about a lot over on my Instagram page, and I've had a lot of people messaging me, telling me they were surprised by some of the facts I shared. So I felt like that was why I needed to devote one entire episode to talking about the pill. Now, first, you have to know, I am not anti-pill. I believe birth control is essential for reproductive rights, and I support anyone who wants to take birth control. I took it for 16 years. It worked really well for me until I started questioning why I was on it and what it was doing to my body and how life might be if I wasn't on it anymore. It really coincided with my spiritual awakening. I wanted to feel more into my feminine energy, and I didn't feel like I could do that while I was medicating my bleed. So, I stopped taking the pill two years ago. I have an entire episode dedicated to that whirlwind journey, so I won't be talking about that here. But if you want to check that out, it's one of the earliest episodes here on The Light Within. And it, yeah, it landed uh, about a year ago. So I just want you to know, I am totally pro-pill. But what I cannot get down with is the insanely massive amount of misinformation when it comes to the pill and period problems. I cannot get down with the amount of doctors who prescribe the pill for problems like acne pain and irregular cycles without looking at root causes. I cannot get down with teenagers being prescribed the pill without being told about the long-term effects of it. And I cannot get down with medical professionals who use this as their number one tool to quote-unquote fix period problems and who hand it out like candy without opening up the conversation to other options or discussing clearly and transparently what could happen to you when you're on the pill and what could happen when you go off of it. Okay, so with that disclaimer out there, let's get started. And let's start with how the pill got its start. So the pill that we know today was created around 1960 by OBGYN John Rock and biologist and researcher Gregory Pincus. Inovid was the first oral contraceptive, and those two guys made it after discovering that exposing women to synthetic estrogen and progestins, which is fake progesterone, That could suppress ovulation. Now, at this time, it was monumental. Women had virtually no access to contraceptives before then, and this would finally be a way that they could take charge of their body. Up until this point, really the main option for preventing pregnancy was just to get a hysterectomy, and of course, husbands had to sign off on that. Now, it's important to know that Inovid, this was the very first drug ever developed to shut down a perfectly normal bodily function. Remember that. It's going to come back later. The first women who took the pill stopped getting their periods altogether. But the problem was that they were so convinced that meant they were pregnant, 
nothing Rock and Pincus could do would actually convince them otherwise. So the two men went back to the drawing board, and that's when they added those placebo pills. This was just enough to create a withdrawal bleed in those women so they would think they were having their period and then feel more comfortable and confident and keep taking the pill. So from the very beginning, women were pretty much lied to about what the pill was doing to their bodies, and the creators made a fake period so women would go along with taking the pill. And they are the ones who chose that window of length, that 28-day pattern, that arbitrary pattern that now we just know and like believe is this quote unquote average cycle, which is not true. And here we are 60 years later, still thinking that we are getting our period on the pill when we are not. So by 1965, one in every four married women in America under 45 had used the pill. By 1967, 13 million women all around the world were using it. By 1984, the number was somewhere between 50 and 80 million, and today it's more than 100 million women. And those facts are all according to Planned Parenthood. So now that you know kind of where it came from, and I'm going to be honest, like that was a very uh, brief discussion of how it came to be. I want to talk about the side effects, aka all the things you probably have not heard about the pill. So right from the start, Innovid had problems. Because of how high dose hormones were in there, there were serious risks of heart attack and stroke. And so when the pill was tested on Puerto Rican women, which is a huge fucking scandal in and of itself, and one that you should absolutely check out, there is an amazing documentary, The Business of Birth Control. Bailey Sarian talks about it as well on her podcast, Dark History. Three women died, but they did not investigate why, right? Like, what the fuck? Some of the other side effects in those studies, dizziness, nausea, headaches, and vomiting. And one report even concluded that, yes, while the pill was 100% effective at preventing pregnancy, it caused way too many other side effects to be acceptable. However, that did not stop the pill from being put out. No. Over the next decade, there were a lot more studies, and they showed startling side effects like blood clots. Now, that's probably the only side effect that you were told about when you were prescribed the pill. I know that was my case. And it's important to know that today's pills are very different from Innovid, right? Very different. And there's a bunch of different kinds. Different hormones are in each one. But there are still many side effects, right? Things that you probably have heard about or experienced. Weight gain breast tenderness, changes in sex drive. Yeah. In fact, Dr. Laura Bryden, who has an amazing book called The Period Repair Manual, she is amazing. She says that the most common side effect in her clients are depression and low libido. And so we know hormonal birth control changes our brain structure, our function, and our mood modulation, which basically means that it just messes with the part of your brain where you process emotions. And sometimes those areas can stay altered way long after you stop the pill. It can mess with the balance of your feel-good transmitters in your brain. And so that might be why a lot of women report mood swings, anxiety, and depression while on the pill. Several studies have proven there's a link between being on the pill and being on antidepressants. But here's the thing. If you try and research that yourself, you will likely find countless articles claiming that that's not the case. And I do feel like it's likely because of how few medical studies are actually done on menstruating women. And I also have to admit that it feels to me a little like medical gaslighting once again. 
So when I was on the pill, I was also anxious, depressed, and I had mood swings. I was on antidepressants for about a year at the end of my 20s while on the pill. And I'd actually just switched from an IUD to the pill when I went on those antidepressants. I know more than a dozen women who would say the same thing. So just think about that if you're on the pill. How are you feeling mentally? How are you feeling? Some of the lesser known side effects are things like higher cancer risks, clitoral shrinkage, yeah, painful sex, recurrent yeast infections, fatigue, feelings of dread, and suicidal thoughts. I bet your doctor never warned you that your clit could shrink or that you might feel suicidal on the pill. And if they did, would that have impacted the way you felt about the pill? So how does the pill even work? Honestly, I had no idea about this when I was on the pill. And for me at the time, that was okay. I didn't really care to know as long as I knew it worked. And honestly, that kind of seems to be the take for a lot of people. Even Pincus and Rock, they kind of seem to be a little unclear on the how or the why. They just knew it worked. So from my research, the pill works in three different ways. It interferes with ovulation, something that Pincus and Rock definitely saw for sure. It also makes it harder for a fertilized egg to implant in the uterus, and it prevents your cervix from making fertile mucus. So let's start with ovulation. The pill in many cases will shut down ovaries and stop ovulation altogether. Studies actually show that the ovaries of people on the pill look like those of postmenopausal people. Yeah. Now, other forms of hormonal birth control may not completely suppress ovulation, but they still inhibit your cycle by exposing you to levels of fake hormones, often continuously, right? Like think about the hormonal IUD or the Nexplanon. Those are in your body all the time, so they are always exposing you to those hormones. Now, the second way that the pill works is it will keep your uterine lining from developing properly. It's also why you have such a light bleed, a lot of us, on the pill. So your uterine lining needs to be about 10 millimeters thick or thicker for optimum pregnancy implantation for that egg when fertilized to implant in your uterus. But hormonal birth control will drop that to somewhere between 2 and 5 millimeters. So it's extremely thin. And that means that there's really nowhere for an egg to safely grow if you do ovulate and for some reason that egg gets fertilized. And so speaking of fertilization, the pill's fake progesterone stimulates excessive amounts of that thick, non-fertile cervical mucus. Sperm cannot swim through that. And unlike fertile cervical mucus, which is like a super highway for sperm, this is like an obstacle course littered with booby traps, right? Like they cannot get through that shit. Also, fertile cervical mucus actually feeds sperm while they're traveling that super highway to the egg. But on the pill, you guessed it. There's no food inside that cervical mucus, so again, even if you ovulate, the sperm cannot get through that mucky obstacle course of thick, sticky mucus, and they also don't get any nutrients they need to survive, so again, no pregnancy. And so all of these reasons are why the pill is 99% effective at what it is created to do, prevent you from getting pregnant. So now let's talk about what can happen after you stop taking the pill. For me, I lost my libido completely, I had horrible mood swings, my hair fell out, and I developed cystic acne. I also did not get a period that looked like a period for about six months. I had some like dark brown discharge for like a half a day, um, but yeah, 
that's the low end of the average amount of time it takes to get your period back, six months, especially for women who've been on the pill as long as I was. Studies show that it takes time for your body to menstruate again. And when you think about the fact that the pill shuts down your ovaries, it makes sense, right? One study found that it took between 9 and 18 months for cycles to return to normal. And this also really depends on the type of hormonal birth control you use and what your cycle looked like before. Now, even back in the 1960s, studies suggested that women with irregular cycles should not be given the pill because of how long it took for their cycles to regulate again once they got off of it. So let that sink in. Now, one of the biggest reasons doctors hand out the pill is to quote-unquote regulate a cycle. But the pill's original creators knew that was not a good idea. Yet, here again, here we are. Now, if you are stopping the pill to get pregnant, you need to pack your patients. Research is very clear that hormonal birth control can negatively impact fertility post-pill. One study found that it took between six and eight months for pill takers to conceive after stopping usage. If you had the implant, it was 10 months on average, and injectable hormone birth control like the shot, 15 months. In her book, The Fifth Vital Sign, Lisa Hendrickson-Jack says in her clients, it takes former former hormonal birth control users twice as long to conceive as non-users, and it is four times longer for those who were on the shot. So here you have it, a bunch of shit that I bet you never knew about the pill and hormonal birth control. And again, I am not anti-pill. I am not sharing this with you to, to scare you. I want you to be informed. I want you to be educated. I want you to be clear on what you're putting in your body and how it can impact your life and your cycle. I feel like for me, what made me so angry when I came off of the pill was how little I understood about what was going to happen to me in the months and years after stopping taking the pill, and then looking at all of the data on the shit that went on in my body while on the pill and how that might have been a link. My anxiety, my depression, my mood swings, all of those things. Could that have been contributed by the pill? I don't know. So if you are feeling called to quit the pill, if you have questions about confidently coming off of hormonal birth control, reach out. I have a free masterclass on quitting birth control. It is coming up on May 15th at 5 p.m. Central Time, and I would love to see you there. I'll be sharing the steps I took to get my cycle back post-pill naturally, as well as the supplements I suggest for all of my post-pill clients. Together, you will feel empowered to take the next step in your cyclical living journey, no matter if you decide to stop taking hormonal birth control or not. I am not here to tell you to stop taking the pill. I am just trying to offer you some more education to help you feel empowered, right? I've got information about that masterclass in the show notes below. You can also DM me on Instagram at Leslie Draffin or at the light within podcast. As always, send me an email at the light within podcast at gmail.com. I would love to hear from you. I would love to continue the conversation. If you hear this and you're triggered, reach out to me, right? It can be triggering. Thank you so much for spending some time with me. I really hope this episode helped you feel more educated, help you feel more empowered about the pill and about your cycle. Have a great day. Remember, there is no light without darkness, but there's no darkness without light. I'll see you next time.